Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hello, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. And there is just so much of it so much. this week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed, which is truly where I'm getting my breaking news so often when it comes to the royals. I've been getting it on Twitter lately. There's just, it was pouring in the last few days. And so the Facebook group helped me out a lot, especially with like little detail moments ah, that I yes. might have missed. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. You can also send us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. Um, this week we are chatting about the end of the Ireland tour for the Cambridges and the end of royal life sort of for the Sussexes. Senior royal Senior life. royal working life. Yes, that's what a good a, descriptor. What a week it's been. I am quite tired, but we're ready. <laughs> I'm we're, ready. We're ready. I have so many emotions to share, but I'm ready to do it. Um, and actually, in that vein, um, we have a royal refreshment. We have a royal refreshment. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. We are drinking Prosecco. Both as a toast to the Sussexes. Yes. And then also because it's Caitlin's birthday. Ah! Happy birthday, Caitlin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not a really fun time for a birthday, <laughs> it's, it's, but um, happy birthday to you. It's really not. Um, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. I will be celebrating indoors on Thursday. Um, washing your hands and singing happy birthday. Washing my hands and singing happy birthday to myself. I've been saying happy birthday to me soon. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. we're of course thinking of everybody, all, all the listeners all around the world who you know, are handling this coronavirus thing. I hope that this, you know, all the immunosuppressed, the older listeners, everybody, our Italian people out there, you know, we're thinking of all of you. We're washing our hands on your behalf and for our own behalves. And, you know, we hope that this episode can be like a little break from the horrible headlines and anxiety that we're all feeling right now. Yes, we'll keep it very light. Yes, and the Prosecco helps with that. <laughs> um, and then we have a listener email, which is just... So, so, so delightful. Um, the subject line is for ladies, Lisa and Caitlin. My daughter met QE2 and was unimpressed. Would you like to read some of this? Sure. She writes, dear ladies, um, last summer I had my first baby and was on maternity leave throughout the fall. I had a backlog of podcast backlog of podcast episodes to get through and listening to you two helped me get through the days when I felt a bit lonely. Mm. While I wish that she had been a guest on your pod, I was so glad to hear K. Mitty's chat on the Mum podcast recently as it made me realize what I had been feeling was absolutely normal. Which goes again to show that Kate talking about that kind of isolation of new motherhood is so important. Mm -hmm. So important. Yes. Anyway, attached here is a picture of my daughter and I at a local library. The adult winter reading club, club theme is keep calm and read on. And they had this life-size cutout of Queen Elizabeth II to go with the display. 
Like many other patrons, I had to get my picture taken with her. While I was super excited for the photo op, my six-month-old daughter was clearly unimpressed. (laughs) My in-real-life friends, who are also really obsessed, have been teasing her about being rude to to her future great-grandmother-in-law. Haha. Um, and it's really fun. She has these pictures of herself with a with a headband and her baby girl also with a headband. Oh and my a bow. goodness! Yeah. So this is from um, listener Lauren, and just the photo is so cute. Lauren, your baby has some of my favorite requirements for a baby, which is gigantic cheeks, <laughs> unbelievably gigantic cheeks, um, a general look, indeed, of being unimpressed with the planet and with. Queen Elizabeth, and then a, a really great outfit of mixed prints. She's wearing what looked like maybe polka dot leggings and then a sweater with maybe little sheep on it. I can't quite make out the pattern, but it's a really great pattern mix. And, and the, she looks so cozy. And the cutout is taller than Lauren. It's true. Giant cutout. I think of QE2 as a tiny person, but yet she somehow is taller than Lauren. Um, anyway, this photo just crushes me. Um, this baby. I hope would have a greater reaction to the queen in person, but maybe not. Remember, kids don't care. Kids don't care about the royals, not in the same kind of way. Um, I think she would like the sparkly things. She's wearing a tiara. The queen is wearing a tiara in the but cutout. She but probably also would like a pair of keys just as much. That's absolutely correct. Um, anyway, thank you so much for writing in, Lauren. We love you for listening, and we love your baby. Very good. We love baby. her. We love her. Really good. Really solid baby. I assume she's named Caitlin. <laughs> That's the only assumption. <laughs> um, and then we have this week in royal history. And now, this week in royal history. And it is so strange. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. This is actually my favorite kind of week in royal history because it's something that I just didn't know anything about. And absolutely random. Absolutely random. So it is March 10th, 1988. An avalanche hits a royal ski party. What? So here's the lead. The Prince of Wales has narrowly avoided death on the ski slopes of Switzerland in an avalanche that has killed one of his closest friends. So I really shouldn't joke about it. But um, Major Hugh Lindsay, former equerry, a quarry mm-hmm. to the queen was sent plunging 400 meters down the My mountainside God. when the avalanche hit the royal party as they were skiing off piste above the resort of Closters. Um, so another member of the royal party, Patty Palmer Tompkinson, suffered serious leg injuries in the accident, but the prince and other members were able to ski to safety, um, which is Wow. And then as soon as the danger had passed, Prince Charles, the guide and a Swiss police officer who was skiing with the party, raced back to help the victims digging with their bare hands in the snow to reach them. Oh, man. Man. At first I was like random and then it's really bad. This is a tragedy. It's really, really bad. Um, One eyewitness uh, said she saw the prince being airlifted off the mountain. As far as I know, he hadn't been injured. He looked very distressed. Somebody said he was crying, but he did walk to the helicopter. So he looked uninjured. Um, just like really awful. And so um, in Switzerland, the Princess of Wales, so Diana and um, Fergie were also there at the time. But it looks like they were at the chalet, not out skiing as well. Just wow. Wow. This guy has lived a life. Prince Roller Charles. Coaster. Indeed. So that is a tiny little pocket of royal history that I definitely knew nothing about. Um, sorry to be such a bummer about it. I really didn't know it was that bad. We said we were keeping it light. Keeping it light. Not Apparently not. Um, okay. So let's go into Ireland because that was a very happy thing. So, Oh, we, yeah. And this is our last episode before St. Patrick's that's Day. That's true. We love St. Patrick's Day because as we mentioned last episode or two, we are 
a chunk Irish, each of us. Mm-hmm. My Ancestry.com does not know the exact amount. <laughs> Good chunk of Irish. Um, my ability to sunburn within four to six minutes of stepping outside suggests I'm quite Irish as well. Wow, Caitlin, same. <laughs> so Maybe that's why no one can tell the difference between our voices or our faces. <laughs> our general looks. Um, but yeah, so happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone celebrating. It's a nice way to be jolly in these trying times. Um, but so we last week we talked about the very beginning of the tour. Um, of course, the rest wrapped up um, in between and just what a happy happy occasion I think they of course knocked us out of the park we got to see just so many lovely moments um the the tour ended with the two of them being sporty which as we've noted many times is I think the Cambridge is just like happiest or at very least Kate Middleton's absolute happiest events are when she's being Mm -hmm. sporty especially with kids especially with kids which she was here and she wore sort of an orangey red sweater which sort of created a flag over the course of the three-day tour. She started out with tons of green. She wore that creamy coat um, on day two. That she had previously worn when she was not yet engaged to William. No, in 08. I mean, listen, I own a lot of clothes from like college, but nothing attractive. I have a lot of like t-shirts that I've been sleeping in since high school, but to have an actually beautiful white coat that you've owned for minimum 12 years is a true accomplishment in well, my book. I mean, Caitlin, I she think has help. Maybe, I think if you were a little bit richer, maybe you could also <laughs> have clothes that lasted that long and that you wear like. Listen, three it's more times. just I can't wear white clothes. Like oh, in I any spill. circumstances. I just spilled Prosecco everywhere. Yeah, we delayed the beginning of this recording because Lisa got Prosecco dangerously close to the equipment. Sorry. It had to be handled immediately. Um, but no, I just was really impressed by that. I also really liked the the super in-depth um eyewitness like noticing that she seemed to have edited the coat, that it used to be much swoopier, like its flare was much bigger. The A-line was huger in 08, and she seems to have tailored it just a bit to make it look a little neater um, than she did back then. But I just, I think that's really cool. And it also reminds me once again that I would do anything to get a glimpse at like Kate Middleton's closet or archives, or I would love to know how they just maintain all of these clothes i think of it like you know melly grant from scandal yes yes. um she was the former first lady i did not finish all of scandal Mm. i'm pretty sure she becomes a president Mm -hmm. i'm not i don't really know i know that she's she's very tough Mm -hmm. and she has this like crazy closet where like it says where she wears everything and everything's very pristine that's what i assume obviously i have no insider knowledge which i've made very clear on this (laughs) podcast no i think that's true i imagine there's people whose whole job it is just to keep track of like you last wore this coat in 08 it would be cool if you did this here i just that kind of like intricate meeting is really interesting to me to be like we think we're ready to break out that white coat from 08 like yeah like what conversation goes into (laughs) it is it just like you're like i want something white so that I can wear every color from the Irish flag yeah. or is it like oh it's time for a throwback to this particular time and this particular yeah. brand and this particular thing like ah, it's- yeah and she did a lot of rewears or otherwise like very low-key clothes part of that is because the tour was overall pretty low-key in terms of like galas and stuff like that so they did a lot of rewears and I saw some analyses that were like you know maybe because um, Ireland and the UK have a complicated history um, especially around monarchy maybe she was trying to dress more low-key and not wearing super expensive brand new couture. Um, that was really interesting to me or I just, I'm always fascinated as to when a rewear is deployed. We'll be discussing later on when it comes to Commonwealth Day that she also did a rewear there and I'm just like, what is she trying to, to tell us about that um, with those kinds of choices? So that was great. Loved the sporty ending. 
overall a very successful tour, of course. Yes. You know, I can't point to many and be like, that was an unsuccessful tour. (laughs) But this seems like a very successful one. And I also loved the photo they released at the end of the trip. Um, The one of them at the, the mountaintop, you know, where they're in their little brown jackets looking so outdoorsy and just like great. I thought that was really lovely. And as part of that image, which is you know, they're touching, which again is rare. What? (laughs) They're touching. They look really happy. They're giggling. And as part of that carousel on Kensington Royal on Instagram, they did a little collage of all the letters they got during their royal visit. Um, I heart you guys. Kate, it is nice to meet you from a little, um, well, presumably a little kid. Um, Just really super cute stuff. Welcome to Galway. Um, just lovely. I feel like I, we don't see that kind of stuff from them a lot. So I liked everything about how they ended the tour. And yes, I liked that she dressed like a flag as sort of corny as that is. So that was that. And then I think that there's so much to cover with the final Sussex days that I think we're going to att- attempt to go in chronological order. Yes. And if we get anything out of order, it's only because we are overwhelmed. Overwhelmed and then the Prosecco. The Prosecco also, but (laughs) I am so excited to talk about all this because what a week. What a time. an incredible week. Truly. We'll get into the clothes soon, but just perfection. I'm like, oh my God. So many good clothes. Um, Okay, so perhaps it begins with the Endeavor Fund Awards, right? Yes. So uh, we knew that they were going to be attending this. It was their first official joint outing since Megan had returned to the UK for their final round of official royal engagements. Um, and this was one of the key events of the year, and it honors veterans and servicemen and women who have achieved extraordinary milestones in their recovery from injury. Um, I'm quoting directly from People magazine. Yeah, it's also just like a classic sort of Sussex kind of cause because we know Harry really loves working with veterans so um, much. Yeah, that's absolutely one and of his Megan pet seems passions. To, and sorry, I didn't mean to speak over oh, you. That please. was very rude of me. But <laughs> Megan also seems to really love it as well. Yeah. And any video you see of her speaking with um, a veteran or someone associated with service in some capacity, she seems extremely engaged. So this is just one of those sorts of events where you you see them and you're like, wow, these two people are really in their element. Yeah, absolutely. And so the first glimpses when they were coming out, I screeched and then I sent expletives to Lisa Ryan on yes. Gchat. And then you tweeted a lot of things about like <laughs> perfect hair and amazing well, outfits. I, just, and- I said, holy wow, which someone like brought into the Facebook group as well. Thank you for that. But I just, that was my reaction. I mean, again, that was my non-cursing reaction. I just thought she looked amazing in that um, sort of aqua turquoise cerulean. teal cerulean yes. everyone was saying cerulean and i'm like it is cerulean finally i am like all of my re-watches of devil wears Prada absolutely has played off this is cerulean it was cerulean you're so right it was victoria beckham um, which is such a perfect choice of british designer obviously it was like so fitted um gorgeous i loved the chic like low ponytail with like tons of hair down the back i was like oh, i'm gonna grow out my hair now her makeup um, was incredible which of course we know was the work of daniel martin her friend like he had posted the day before like on the way to london which we're like thank god not that her makeup is ever bad but it's just like they're such a great pairing so i loved that harry in his navy suit yes my god and of course we got that night the unbelievable rain photo which i just feel like uh um so that was taken by samir hussein and he's done a couple of interviews already about the perfect um, oppor- like just the the opportunity he was given for that photo, the way it came together with like the rain, the lighting, and how it could have been a disaster. Because now that we're all 
you know, amateur photographers with our iPhones and Instagram. We understand mm-hmm. these things, but they were backlit. It could have been overly bright. The rain was a mess, but it all came together for this amazing photo where the two of them look, are looking at each other so lovingly. And so excited. So excited. That's the thing. They're not just joyful. They seem excited for what's to come. Um, it was just such... Oh, it was really, to me, the power of fashion, the power of beauty, though I know that's like a complicated feminist topic that we could take years to unpack. But like looking really good and looking really happy is such a powerful statement. And I felt like that's what we were, of course, and looking there. looking unbothered, looking unbothered. The entire world is watching you. Yes. Like, I can't even imagine that pressure. Like I get a ton of anxiety just thinking about like coming into this room right now (laughs) my birthday dress plans have been very stressful for me personally but like she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders right now and she just seems cool as a cucumber cool as a cucumber so relaxed so in love you know of course it's worth noting that they look so happy and in love he his uh suit was also in sort of shades of blue so they looked really coordinated but not too matchy matchy just like impeccable the thing about this picture which is iconic and i'm sure this picture will like outlive us all and I, just yes. because it's like one of those things that people are going to look back on in like future generations. It's a of book a, cover. You know, it's, it's all those things. It's a perfect thing. You look at the video of that moment. They there are so many light bulbs, flash bulbs, whatever yes. going out. So many people are taking pictures. Even Chris Jackson, the Getty photographer, got a lot of really great pictures. Yeah. But only this photographer got that very moment. They looked at each other so briefly. Yeah. It wasn't posed. It was just like a very quick glance. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, there was also a very loving moment once they were inside. So there was a surprise proposal. So um, one of the awardees, Danny Holland, he was accepting the Recognizing Achievement Award. And then he called his girlfriend up on stage and proposed. And I really, if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching the little video. Um, Chris Ship posted it and it's also like everyone on Instagram, but um, he proposes and you can see Megan like put her hands over her heart and then grab Harry's knee when they realize like what's happening and it's just it's very very sweet um it just is such a sweet moment um I just I was a great night I wasn't worried about this week because I know that um Harry and Megan are really strong and they'll be able to handle it but I wasn't sure what to expect but as soon as I saw this photo I was like this week is going to be incredible I know I was like okay this is great (laughs) I'm ready for this this is Everything we could have possibly dreamed of and more like these people who have been harassed, have been bullied, have been pushed out of their positions. They are here. They are looking incredible. They haven't a care in the world. They are just here to do the work. And it was I'm, I was just very impressed. I w- yeah, it, I absolutely agree. It made me so excited for the weekend to come. And they just delivered every single day with every single event. So the very next day we had um, and it wasn't necessarily playing out the day of. I think we saw the Instagram on Saturday, not Friday, but um, Megan made an appearance at the National Theater to see their latest exhibition, the Immersive Storytelling Studio. And she wore this like impeccable, I keep saying impeccable, but it's hard. Again, I'm so impressed when people wear white. Um, She wore this little uh, puff sleeve blouse from Topshop with a white quilted skirt. And I loved that look. And I loved just that she was there to see that particular exhibit. And I really liked the necklace that she chose to wear. So it was um, by this designer, Sophie Lease. And it's referring to a poem, I believe, right? Am I getting that right? Um, So Or a phrase. Yeah, it's from a, a song by a French poet. And so... The phrase loosely translates to every day I love you more, more than yesterday, less than tomorrow. So the the little pendant, the circle pendant sort of indicated more than yesterday, less than tomorrow. 
I hadn't read the full article, Caitlin, so you just blew my mind. That is one of the most beautiful <laughs> phrases I've ever exactly. heard. Exactly. It was, it just, it sort of is, um, it's like a plus and a minus sign with little gemstones with the words like less than and more than, you know, something like that. Wow. So the, the love pendant is what the jewelry designer calls it, which is appropriate. And so I just loved the sweetness of that, especially because it's sort of marking this moment in time of like, here we are right now in this crazy weekend that we're about to have, but I will love you more tomorrow than I already do. And it's just so lovely. I, I think loved how out, she looked. I think it came out during the week, not on Saturday. Did it? Okay. It did come out during the week because – it led to Ugh. insane headlines. And if I'm wrong about coming out during the week, I'm sorry. This has been one of the craziest <laughs> weeks of my life. No, I just think it's it's they've been I guess the greater point I want to make before we get into Camilla Drums is that um I think they were staggering some of the charity um posts. Oh. It felt like I, I don't know if there was a tactic behind that or it was just like the events that she was going to during the days when she was in the UK were a little more chill. So it was like FYI more private. And more private. After the fact. Yeah, she was like FYI. We did this today. That's that felt sort of like the tone to me. But so, so that the, those... the photos came out and they were so lovely and I couldn't really see anything wrong with them. But then, of course, we have to mention this because this yeah. is just one of the things that like really illuminates the BS that they've had to deal with. And it's just like a reminder of like, oh, yeah, they they needed to make this not needed to, but they made the decision for a real, real good reason. Like I would make that decision. Yeah. Probably not in my 20s because I was very insecure and I would do whatever anyone asked would me. Would have loved the attention. But now like, <laughs> you get it. Early 30s, Lisa is like, no. Yeah. Escape boundaries. Anyway, we're alluding to the idea that we're looking at a, a report from the mirror. And so apparently, you know, Camilla gave a speech on Friday about domestic violence. That's an extremely important cause. She gave a very passionate speech, which is a little unlike her. It's unlike her to take the spotlight in that kind of way. It's unlike her to be that impassioned about a cause. Not that she doesn't have passion. She's a very hardworking royal. But um, this was something that she was really proud of. And so apparently, according to the Mirror, she was, quote, very upset because the Sussexes posted that picture of Megan at the immersive storytelling studio. And she shouldn't have done that because it gave too much attention to Megan when it was a Camilla day. Here's there's like a hundred reasons why that's very stupid to me. But some people were saying because there's only one shot for the front page. Right. There's only one shot for the first the front page. Now, okay. I'm very glad Camilla gave the speech. Like this, I'm we're caveating this as like it's a tabloid report. So I don't know the inner workings of the Duchess of Cornwall's heart, but she gave a speech on, if this was a very important speech, it was a weekend where the Sussexes were going to be getting round-the-clock coverage. It was their final couple of days. They were doing events every single day that were scheduled. They were doing meetings and charity work every single day that, of course, they would be highlighting to show that they will continue to be working. The idea that Megan, Megan specifically, not also Harry, would have attempted to overshadow Camilla's talk about domestic violence is ludicrous. Also, and I don't mean to be mean, but does <laughs> Camilla or whomever leak this to the tabloids, whether it's like someone in an inner circle or someone who's like a fringe person who really doesn't know the real thing that's happening, does she think that she would get the same level of attention? Like there's right. no way. Like Megan was in town. The entire world is obsessed with Megan. The entire world yeah. is fascinated with her. The British tabloids are like hounding her and hunting her. Like there is no way that Megan releasing some photos on Instagram is the same as Megan like bursting it on stage and be like, Camilla, let me take this mic from you. Like, right. no, like they're, they are not on the same level. 
she would not get the attention that Megan got. Even if she made front pages, doesn't yeah. mean that people are going to pay attention on the global stage the same way that people would pay attention to Megan. No. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like logically speaking, I think about it in a logical way. I'm like, those two things are not the same. They're not the same. It's absolutely would have been expected that there would have been more attention on the Sussexes this weekend. Come on. Just come on. Like, it's a logic fail to me. Um, and it notes in this article, Megan broke a pledge not to overshadow Camilla's vital campaign against abuse by demanding the pictures of her private event, private visit to the National Theater be published the same day. Now, I saw this pointed out somewhere that Kate and William also posted their incredibly smiley Cliff Ireland picture right. the same day. They did. Their affectionate, lovely picture so like why would you blame Megan for doing a low-key private event the same day that Camilla's giving a big speech and not blame the Cambridges it's just such a like cut and dry comparison of the two houses if you will that it underscores the ridiculousness to me and so I hope that this is just tabloid nonsense because it's so stupid but I do think once again it is a reminder that Megan cannot do anything right if she does a low-key event without a walkabout without any extra attention she's still wrong because she overshadowed Camilla on an important day that's crazy even just from again going back to logic Mm -hmm. from a logic perspective you look at the UK tabloids they have been trashed globally for their blatant racism and sexism against Megan and yet they continue to do so I guess people are still clicking and people are still buying and so they're not going to change their ways but just like PR perspective wouldn't you attempt to just kind of mask it a little yeah I also that's it's just they're they're so ridiculous and I want to just like walk up to them and be like what are you thinking what are you thinking it's just such a what a narrative but I will say so out of that moment of craziness and a reminder that they need to go or should go or can go. Um, I would go or I would have gone. Then we had the red dress. So um, Saturday night, the text when I got this from Lisa, I think it was on the subway. And then I got a text from Lisa, just photo alone. Yes. Of this this exact photo that we have in front of us now of the two of them arriving at the, um, the Mountbatten Festival of Music at Royal Albert Hall. And I, again, texted Lisa a bunch of curse words because that was my reaction. Then I saved the photo and sent it to five different group texts that I'm on. So. And my mom. I think there's more to life than appearances. I think there's more (laughs) to life than fashion. I mean, I think fashion is important, but I think, you know, personality, intelligence, blah, blah, blah. These people, insanely gorgeous. They're so hot. And these outfits are so good. I have never seen a couple match. Yeah. And have it look this good. And I'm sorry if I sound really glowy. This is actually my genuine emotion. Yeah. I'm not I'm not faking any of this. Like yeah. I have never seen people who are matching look this good. Like I match with my boyfriend all the time accidentally because we both wear a lot of blue. It does not look like this. Yeah, couples who start to look alike. No, I just I it was such a major special event. We had Harry dressed in his uniform as the captain general of the Royal Marines for what will be apparently the last time. Um, and her dress matched his uniform perfectly um, while still just letting it shine. She looked incredible. You know, we love a cape dress here and we got two capes in a row this weekend. It was from the same designer, um, Safia, who made the gorgeous uh, blue dress on their tour of the South Pacific. If I could nitpick, I didn't love that the shoes and, and clutch were matchy-matchy, but who cares? Oh, I loved you, it. When you, <laughs> when you overall look this good, like who cares? Um, I just felt like... This is the power of what fashion can do. It can convey togetherness. It can it can convey joy. And 
um, and the two, again, the two of them having a solid relationship because they match so well. Maybe that's silly, but that's what fashion can do. They looked so in sync. They looked so happy. They looked so beautiful. Um, and so also Friday night, as you might have seen from either of our Instagrams, Lisa and I went to the Princess Diana musical. Oh, yes. Um, and so one, we, we loved it and also cried. I cried twice as I posted, but I'm – Again, you cry the, more than I do. I, my crying threshold is quite low, um, which is nothing to say about the show. Of course, like we know how Diana's story ends. So I was expecting to cry at that part, but I cried at other moments as well. Um, but so anyway, there's a, a real highlight of the show is they depict Diana choosing to wear the infamous FU dress, which um, there's a lot of cursing in this. There's song. a lot of cursing in the song. We'll try to limit it. <laughs> Um, but anyway, they make an entire musical number around the fact that Charles gave that interview where he that TV interview where he confessed to cheating on her on national TV, which is so embarrassing for everybody involved, but also for Diana. And so she reacted by wearing the FU dress, the tiny black like sheared dress. Shoulderless. Shoulder. Yeah, just like hot dress um, to an event. And so they make a whole number around it where she's choosing it with her butler and being and he's like, wear the FU dress, whatever. And so it's really funny. It's played for laughs. Um, but this happened the very next day, her wearing the red dress. And um, it just reminded me of that, of wearing an FU dress. FU in terms of um, I'm going to look really good to show you how happy I am. Mm -hmm. Like the best revenge is living well kind of thing. Like they look so good. They look so happy. And yes. this is the power of that kind of dress. Lainey said they're showing them what they're missing. Yeah. Like they are missing glamour, <laughs> glamorous global powerhouses. Yeah. They are both so popular. They're both so powerful and they have been treated so horribly and pushed out and like, look at them. That's what they're missing. They're not going to yeah. get that. They're yeah. not going to get that anymore. And that's, that's on, that's on everyone who led to these, to this decision. Like, yeah. look at what you have to deal with. I also really recommend, um, looking up. I sound, I found this mostly on fan accounts, but also in the Facebook group. Is it the video? The video. So there is a video of when they walked into the theater, they received, the couple received a standing ovation of about a minute long. And at first, Harry is like, you know, thank you. And he's like doing the nodding thing, like waving at different people. And then when they realize that the standing ovation will not end, um, you see a million emotions pass Harry's face. He looks like he's about to cry at a certain time. Um, his cheeks get really pink. Like he sort of, he seems overcome. And because this was, this is an event where, you know, connected to his service, which we know is such a touchstone for him. It's really vivid and sort of painful to watch because it does feel like he's saying goodbye to something. And it's really lovely to watch Harry. It's also really lovely, I think, to watch Megan because when she realizes what's happening, you see her tighten her grip or switch her grip with his hand. And then there's at least like two occasions where she sort of leans into him, like with her mm -hmm. shoulder to be like, I'm here. I know that this is painful and like, I'm here for you. This is happening. We're going to get through this. Um, again, I'm sure I'm reading too much into it. But body like, language expert. Body language expert me. But like you can't not think that I think when you watch it I think it's really special to see how Megan reacts to him and takes his hand a little tighter and is like we're going to get through this painful moment and it's such a strong display of togetherness and again it's a really painful emotional moment um I don't know it just it broke me it was it it means so much because also they've conveyed that they didn't want to leave on these terms yeah um 
I know a lot of people have different feelings about um, the terms they had wanted to leave on, and I'm not going to get into it, but obviously he didn't want to give up his military affiliations. Yeah. But I, I don't know who it was. I think it may have been Michelle Ruiz in mm-hmm. Vanity Fair. Someone wrote, like, for them to give all of this up, all this stuff they were so passionate about, and for him yeah. to give up the entire life that he had, imagine how bad it must have been. Yeah. Like, how many things we didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, because this is clearly, this is a heartbreaking moment for him. And it just, to see them look so good, so glamorous, to see how right they feel in this kind of environment, um, to see the impact they can have is brutal. While I'm doing, you know, sort of a smushy emotional moment, um, we also saw that we got reports over the weekend that Megan had made an appearance. She surprised 700 students at the Robert Clack Upper School in Dagenham. Um, and so it was... Uh, an equality event. And so what absolutely killed me is the images from that event. So she was marking International Women's Day. There she gave a speech on gender equality, social justice, and women's empowerment. And so this year's International Women's Day theme is each for equal. And so all the students um, in the audience are doing like a little equal sign with their arms. And so that was really sweet to see Megan's face. Also to see it in a sea of students of color was so meaningful. And from that event, Omid Scobie tweeted, I rarely add my own opinion to reporting, but if there was ever a photo that illustrates what the royal family is about to lose, it's this diversity, modernity, inclusivity, and representation um, to see how excited those students were to meet her um, and to be surprised by her was just, I'm going to cry, was really tough. Um, And of course, I loved that one photo of the student, um, Akner Okoyoi. Um, so he, he goes up oh, and Megan so <laughs> goes to hug him. And there's this amazing photo of his eyeballs like popping out when he's like, oh my God, I'm touching Megan, which is the same reaction I would have. Um, but it's like especially funny because it's like a teenage boy being like, oh my God. Um, so just like super, super cute. Um, it just, she's so good at this and she makes people so happy. And it made me very sad. But then it also, speaking of the Diana musical, it reminded me of everything we saw depicted. Granted, it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not all true stuff or whatever. It's like, you know, entertainment. Traumatization. Yeah, traumatization. It's really, really fun. But, you know, Diana was penalized for being yeah. herself and for being somebody who Did wanted differently. to <laughs> treat AIDS patients. Yeah. And it's just... Like, you have to get with the times. If you are this, like, archaic institution, you need to embrace modernity. And if, like, the first biracial member in however many years entered your family and felt pushed out for whatever reason, you really need to examine what the hell is going on in your house. Like, that is messed up. It is. It is. It's just was a reminder and like just to see how happy people were to have them around all the clapping all the love the chanting and all the videos you can hear people chanting like we love you Harry, we love you megan like all that kind of stuff um which i think brings us to monday so well before we do monday we actually i'm trying to go back and oh yeah you're right you're right right. this was i don't know what day because this week who remembers this week was crazy (laughs) there was a moment with kate where she was photographed out in a really rare paparazzi shot and so you do you remember when um megan and harry were stepping back and then megan uh, was photographed with the long ones walking with archie and their two dogs and she looked like blissful in vancouver island um every royal reporter was like this wouldn't happen in the uk there's so many laws there's so many laws and like (laughs) think about it you don't really see photos of kate 
like paparazzi photos. Sometimes you see photos that somebody takes of her at like a yeah, grocery like a cell store. Phone photo. Yeah, but you don't really see paparazzi photos. But then suddenly there were paparazzi photos of her and it was very weird. And I'm not going to speculate or anything, but it's just really weird. Well, here's weird. the thing. So I won't speculate because I don't want the tabloids quoting me specifically, but I will let other people's speculation speak for me. So Slub Bitchy, for example, called it a very suspicious pap stroll. Um, Quote them, not us. Yeah. Isn't it interesting, they wrote, that not only did Kate get papped for the first time in years, but she did her pap stroll on the same weekend that Meghan and Harry had events and Kate wore the same shade of blue as Meghan's notable and outstanding Victoria Beckham dress. Someone please tell copy Kate to make her single white femaleing less obvious <laughs> the next time. So okay, I don't, I'm not even sure what they're trying to say there, honestly. But I think my spidey sense was tingling. I don't know what I'm even trying to say. I don't think Kate was doing anything like uh, mischievous. It's just like, why did this happen? Why did this paparazzi photo get taken? At this she looks time. amazing. She's wearing an amazing outfit. I really brand, like her shoes. Brand new coat. Like her hair is blown out and she was doing a really cute activity. She was buying books for, for her kids. Also, I guess it's great to be a paparazzi shot. When I'm when you, caught or whatever, whenever you have a really perfect blowout, when you have a perfect, blow, I, I, I guess again, why doesn't this happen to me? <laughs> I just I would never look this amazing on a a day to day, but I guess I don't know. I don't literally know what I think happened here. I think I don't think it was staged. Maybe it was tipped off. I don't know. It happened and it was weird. It, it happened was, and it was weird. To quote another outlet, not us. It was suspicious. Suspicious. So, but like suspicious of what? Like I think that, again, she's wearing blue, so that seems like supportive of Megan. Or was it just that she wore blue? I wore blue like every day. Or she just was like, I look really good today, which she did. Also in the mix was uh, Megan and Harry apparently threw their UK staff a farewell lunch that was very emotional and that everybody was crying at that. Um, of course, it's been two months now, so people knew that they were losing their jobs or being reassigned, but apparently they had a nice little lunch with them just to thank them for all their really incredible work. Um, and then they also were invited to church with the Queen and to quote a source for people, it was a very sweet gesture. Yeah. So we saw just their shoulders as they drove to church. So that was kind of I wish I happening. Saw, I really wish I saw the whole outfit because I really I liked the black and white. And I'm like, the shoulders. What's happening? I agree. I would have loved to see more. That takes us to Monday. That takes us to Monday. So Monday was Commonwealth Day. This was the big, big day. And so we saw Meghan and Harry going into Westminster Abbey. Um quick moment for the fashion so um megan wore custom amelia wickstead which is like very classic kate's always wearing amelia wickstead british mm -hmm. designer um big. wait isn't she also new zealand yes she's like new zealand born but based in the uk which is even better for commonwealth day yes so perfect perfect designer choice um she wore this bold um like kelly green really rich tone um, loved the drama of the hat loved the drama of the cape i did not think it fit I wish it fit because this is like the final photo. So that like crushed me. That's crazy, Caitlin, because I was like, <laughs> it was it too just big. Looks like, well, I think it looked amazing. It was just a touch too big. I don't know. But Again, it, I overall, don't really know about fashion. So I just thought that it was cool. It was also blowing in the breeze. So we got like a ton of drama from like the cape blowing and they looked really great. And so I, I did love that. Also, we got because of the wind. Harry's uh, blazer yes. flapped open a little bit and he had the same Kelly green lining in his jacket, which does not seem accidental because none of these fashion moments are accidental, I don't think. So that was a really lovely moment. Uh, meanwhile, Kate wore um, 
a red coat dress from Catherine Walker which with a matching hat, and that was a rewear from Christmas 2018. Doesn't she have several of those coats? I, I feel like she has so. a green one. Yes. I honestly wish that she had shaken it up a little bit, but it did. Some people were interpreting it as a nod to Christmas 2018, which was a Christmas with Megan when the two of them were photographed together in the Navy and the maroon looking really nice on their walk to Christmas. Or was it, was it possibly just like a rewear to let to let Megan shine a little bit. But I also think a rewear gets headlines. So like, yeah, I don't know. know. So that, that happened. Um, Everybody else looked great. The queen was wearing a lovely periwinkle. Um, Sophie also looked super great. I have to say, I don't even know what the queen was looking like. I was just (laughs) looking at the Sussex. I'm here to tell you, she was in like a sort of grayish pink periwinkle blue. Um, So that happened, but. Then inside. Should we? <laughs> okay. So, so there are so a lot of So they walked things. inside Westminster Abbey. Yeah. There have been a lot of reports also. We're not going to get too into because we don't really know what exactly happened because there's so many conflicting the perso- reports honestly, about- Honestly, the processional thing, I don't get. Because at first there were either. reports that like the Sussexes have been downgraded to a different part of the processional, but like they're not senior royals. Maybe they shouldn't have been in that part of the processional. And then also- it seemed like everything changed that the Wessexes they were also are not senior royals. I, I I don't get it. And I don't completely I don't have the hard core royals like institutional knowledge to understand whether or not that was dramatic or was a downgrade, but of course it made for a dramatic headline of like one final insult or whatever. More importantly to us is the video of when the Cambridges walk into Westminster Abbey and take their place in the row in front of the Sussexes. So I expressed in the Facebook group that I was disappointed by the dramatic headline from people.com. I haven't been on Facebook in a while. No, it's okay. So people.com's headline was like, Prince William doesn't smile. Uh, it was something just like that made a definitive, like icy connection between the two of them. And I thought that that was very unlike people.com because usually they don't have a clickbaity headline like that. Like I thought it was overstepping, but then I watched the video and it's true. It's pretty frosty. It's really frosty. And it's, you know, Megan and Harry are already sitting when the Cambridges arrive and, and they, they're speaking with the Wessexes and having and like a cute, like engaged. Yeah. Prince Edward looks like whose birthday is this week. Also, he looks super like so excited to be chatting with Megan. And then you know, William and Kate walk in and Megan gives them a really like big smile and she waves and William doesn't even like nod at her. There's no acknowledgement really of her. Again, he's facing away from the camera um, in the videos that I've seen, but they just sit down in front of them in the row. And I think from the interpretations I was reading from like Lainey and places, Lainey Gossip and places like that, they were like, if you guys can't even fake it when you know the cameras are on you, how bad is it? Yeah. I, so I can it, only assume from other people's takes because I really don't want to be quoted. I can only assume it must be really bad. It just it. But if you watch the video, it is heartbreaking because Megan seems to be trying so hard. She's a big American smile. She's waving at them, and they just sit down in front of her, and it's it's really painful. I have to say, if a big component of your job is just smiling and faking, yeah. and having small talk with people you don't really want to talk to, and you won't even make this effort. Yeah. Like even if feelings are hurt, I'm sure feelings are hurt across the board. I think it's pretty clear at this point. Like things are bad, feelings are hurt, but just to fake it for yeah. like a second, just smile. Like I don't know. I think stubborn. Yeah, I I'm just really unimpressed. This week has left me very impressed by certain people and extremely unimpressed by others. And I. Yeah, when we sat down before we recorded, Lisa was like, "I am angry," and I was like, "I am sad." It's I'm it's a mix mad. of it's a mix of both. I I think that this weekend was such a reminder of the power of Harry and Meghan 
how happy they make people, the incredible work they could have done with the precise platform that they had. I do think they will still have a platform. I think they will still have an ama- a major impact. I look so forward to all the announcements they'll be making soon. But to see what a wonderful weekend they had and that they pulled off so well, it just reminded me that they are good at this, that they didn't have to do – like that they had to do this when they didn't want to. I feel really sad for this incredible – incredibly missed opportunity that the royal family had, that the UK had, that the planet had for these two people to operate from the perch. And now they have to leave the perch and it sucks. Yeah. Well, okay. So I feel excited to see what they're going to do next because I'm sure they're going to do amazing things. I'm not sure what exactly their nonprofit will entail, but I think it's very clear Harry really cares about veterans. Megan really loves anything with women's empowerment or education. So I'm sure like those are some platforms. Also, um, climate change. I'm sure there's so many things that they're going to do and they're going to really make an impact in the world. And they're going to be this power couple. They won't be using HRH in their day jobs, but they'll be just fine. Yeah. But I'm just I'm really sick of them taking all the heat while everyone else just kind of sits there and doesn't even make a smile. Like, why did Megan have to make all these headlines for being at war with Camilla. I think that was it, like Megan's war with Camilla or whatever it was, when like other people aren't getting it. I just think it's so unfair. And I think that everybody involved had a big opportunity to make the situation less awful. And they're making the situation or they're trying to make the situation less awful for many other people. And by that, I mean one specific person who I just really don't want to talk to talk (laughs) about because I just, I can't like waste energy on him right now. (laughs) But like, they're rallying or certain people are rallying around him, but they're not rallying around these this couple. And it looks bad. People yeah. are judging you. People yeah. are not pleased. The like, I don't know what's happening in the UK. I can't profess to be in the UK and know what people are saying on the ground there. But over here in America, the big sentiment I'm seeing is like, you messed up. Yeah. You messed up. You lost these people. You forced them out. You did not support them. I'm really just unimpressed by a lot of people involved in this situation. And I don't think anyone's perfect. I'm sure there have been mistakes on on many sides. But like looking at the picture of Meghan and Harry and she's got an outfit that I saw later today um, that like uh, it looked really similar to an outfit that Diana wore. Yes. And like the house she was, was really pregnant similar. with Harry. Yeah. And so she's wearing this iconic outfit that's mm-hmm. also going to outlive us all um, and just looks at the camera and smiles like. This is what you lost. This is what you threw away. Like, I can't even grasp why someone would throw that away. That is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a breath. (sighs) Okay. And then before we adjourn the royal pod, feeling heated. Heated. Pink pink of cheek. Pink Um, of cheek. (laughs) Let's do some highs and lows. It's time for the royal highs and lows. Suffice to say what your low might be. My low will be all the Prince Andrew headlines because I really don't like talking about him. And it's not because I'm afraid to talk about him. It's just because I genuinely don't like to talk about him. Yeah, there was a new report that he's still not cooperating with the FBI. Despite what he alleged. Yeah, it's not. It's like there's not even much for us to discuss. The, The new headline is he's not cooperating. The old headline was he's not cooperating. The Southern District of New York said he is not cooperating. Yeah, like I, how hard is this? Just cooperate about a case around pedophilia. We're not asking for much here. Solid low. Um, my low was my just sadness about this departure that um, the end of March, you know, means the end of all of this. And I said, I miss them. Also, I just miss them. When I saw Megan just looking so 
like pretty and happy and sparkly with all these great kids who were so happy to be around her, I was like immensely bummed. So of what could have been. So that's a forever low. Um, what's your high? We have we do have highs. We have highs, <laughs> and the highs are like actual real highs. So my high is something that's really lovely. Um, we said this many times, but the Sussexes have a really loyal and engaged fan base online. And it's not just loyal and engaged, like they talk about what they're up to. They also take action. They rally around their charities. So Sussex Great Forest, which was an initiative to plant a lot of trees in the Sussex's name, they recently reached 50,000 trees. Unbelievable! I feel like last time we spoke about it, it must have been like 8,000 or yeah, something. Yeah, it's so really incredible. They reached 50,000 trees and um, there was a push uh, for International Women's Day and this was five times more trees than their original goal, which was 10,000. And now they're halfway to meet their new 100,000 tree target. And I just think that's lovely. Like that's, I mean, that's what the UK lost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my high was well that that turquoise cerulean whatever dress I just like screeched I loved it so much um super high I think my high was seeing how happy the two of them are I know that a lot of um people are gleefully just talking about how okay I hope Harry didn't make a mistake I hope they don't get divorced whatever and I'm like these two people seem so solid they seem so in love um that moment during the standing ovation of watching them hold hands and just really grip onto each other and push through an emotional moment gave me such hope for them as a couple um they seem just great and I really love um we're recording on Tuesday night as always and they posted this adorable uh Instagram post on Sussex Royal where Harry is giggling with absolute joy. It's a sort of outtake. They're calling it an outtake from their meeting today with the Queen's Commonwealth Trust. Harry is giggling so much that his feet are in the air, like a little baby, like a happy mm-hmm. baby. Um, and I just, it's so cute that even though this these times are so heavy, that they are still able to find joy and find joy in the work that they do. So mm-hmm. it really, it just delighted me you can't look at that photo and not smile so I my high is that they are fine they are fine they are great they are happy they're probably on a plane right now to Archie so very pleased by that so that's that's that that's nice <laughs> so um, until next week you can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the royals remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts here's a real review from Raphael will you read this please I mean I think this is for my friend <laughs> first of all why don't we have more friends leaving us reviews maybe at yeah. the beginning we tried to do that because we just needed reviews to like oh, make us look legitimate but I texted him and asked him if he sent an email and he said yes so I'm just gonna read it anyway <laughs> um so it's from Raphael he writes hi Lisa and Caitlin and then he prefaces it with this is kind of cheating Lisa um, <laughs> but I did want to submit that while I am a committed democratic socialist and ph- philosophically opposed to the concept <laughs> of monarchy I am a big fan of the show I always appreciate the weekly bursts of good vibes, gossips, and self-effacing banter. When my brain can't take thinking about the election anymore, a dose of the Cambridges, Sussexes, et al. is a wonderful distraction. It sure is. (laughs) Keep up the good work, Raphael. P.S. I hope season four of The Crown is better than season three, which same. Same. 
same. We know my complaints about it. I know. Read about Caitlin's complaints on <laughs> VanityFair.com. Yeah, I didn't love it. Um, anyway, you can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast, where you can see whatever video we post from tonight will be, again, very pink of cheek and emotional. Who effing knows what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes? <laughs> and you can join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, where I'll be posting birthday photos um, from the inside of my apartment, where I'll be <laughs> celebrating while washing my hands. And where can people follow you, Lisa? Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram. I probably won't be posting much, but I hope everyone is staying safe and taking care of themselves during this really, really difficult and very, very scary time. Indeed. And until next week, one will probably be less emotional, but no promises. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) God save the pod. Happy birthday. Thank you. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.